Hello, and welcome back to the Pennsylvania Chamber's All Business Podcast, featuring the passion, vision, and unique talents of Pennsylvania's entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives. Special thanks to today's sponsor, APPI Energy, a Pennsylvania Chamber preferred provider delivering data-driven procurement and consulting solutions that help businesses reduce and manage electricity and natural gas supply costs. And now, here's Lori Rennie. Today's all-business podcast is being recorded on-site at Brookville Equipment Corporation, based where else but in a beautiful, scenic Brookville, Pennsylvania. Brookville Equipment is a world-class American manufacturer of power transportation solutions, specializing in mining, tunneling, locomotives, and streetcars. And today we are talking with Michael White, who's the director of sales here for the past 10 years. So thanks so much for inviting me to Brookville today, Michael. It's great to see you. Yeah, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Well, Brookville Equipment, um, you guys have such a rich history, and you're coming up on your 100th anniversary, so we have something in common. We just finished ours, so congratulations. Tell us how Brookville Equipment got its start. Well, uh, initially, Brookville... um, had a lot of unimproved roads, a lot of dirt roads here, and so a Ford dealership actually started in, uh, in installing flanged wheels on its Ford trucks, and so they were used on the rails to get around town, and so as that kind of uh, grew a little bit, Brookville Locomotive uh, was born out of that uh, that initial start, and nice. uh, many of the vehicles that we have manufactured over the years, uh, nearly 4,500 now as, as we count, um, have had specialty applications, you know, cranberry bogs and little mining applications and so forth. And uh, the current ownership has uh, been in place since the late 70s. And uh, we've uh, kind of made our niche markets in um, mining equipment, um, some industrial manufacturing for locomotives, like for cement factories and so forth, some uh, freight applications. We've got into streetcar uh, rehabilitation, and uh, today we're uh, working in uh, modern streetcar markets, delivering um, new modern streetcars to many cities around the United States. Wow, so cool. And part of your history, you know, I was reading up on you guys, and part of it includes a tragic event back in 1996, the Brookville Flood. But, you know, obviously that was devastating to the organization, but I think the biggest, the bigger story is how you guys bounced back from that. Tell us a little bit more. Yeah, so, um, you know, Brookville is uh, kind of the confluence of a couple of rivers, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, flooding is kind of one of those things that happens in this area, unfortunately, and um, the 100-year flood occurred twice in a matter of a year's uh, period, and um, the decision was made at that time that if we were going to rebuild, that we, we would do so in a better and bigger fashion. And so um, you've heard the adage before, you know, if, if you build it, they will come. We built a facility that was much larger, had larger doors and track and so forth than equipment we had really not built to that time. And um, we said, you know, this is the, the focus of our company. We're going to move forward. And um, as we did, uh, 1998, we opened the doors here in this facility that you're at today, and uh, it's had a few expansions since then, but um, we really have uh, filled that uh, building um, two or threefold and, and had to do um, a lot of equipment here that uh, shipped by rail. Uh, we ship a lot of stuff by rubber-tired truck, but uh, this is a, a great location for us to be able to transport our equipment quickly out to the interstate if necessary or 
um, the Buffalo Pittsburgh Railway is able to to transport our locomotives and so forth by rail from from this location. And we still use the um, the older facility from 1996 that we're speaking of, and as some of our small shops work there, and and uh, we transport that uh, equipment up here to be installed in the larger project and uh, so it works out really well. And the townspeople and your employees were a big part of that rebuild, correct? Absolutely. At the time, you know, we were um, a small workforce, maybe 30 people and, um, you know, the husbands and wives and everybody chipped in and, and came in and, you know, they ordered pizza and, and they cleaned up and tried to get the place uh, up and running. And I think it was uh, just a little over a month's time they, they were able to actually get operational again after you know, being under six foot of water, and and uh, it's a testament to our to our team here. Absolutely, and in fact, I just spent some time talking to Matt and Andrew um, that work here in the shop. And you know, your employees are so dedicated, and they work together during that time to save the company. And today, you guys continue to dedicate your time to students in both grade school and high school, um, really educating them about your organization and the opportunities. Tell me a little bit more about that and your your engagement in workforce. Absolutely, and um, you know, I, when I started here uh, 10 years ago, I, I came uh, from Penn State Dubois here, a local uh, university. You know, I uh, was an adult learner at the time, and so I kind of understood, you know, I had cut my teeth, you know, with a, a number of different things prior to, choosing to come to Brookville Equipment and and uh, so I understand you know that the path that you get here is is different for everyone and and so some young uh, folks come here on tours you know we do a lot of tours and uh, you know we always encourage uh, people that if they have a an interest in in uh, engineering or so forth that uh, they don't have to move away they can do it right here and so um, Brookville High School and Punxsy and all these schools in our local area um, the students have an opportunity to come here and job shadow if they want to. They could come in and um, take a tour. And, and like I said, uh, you know, I, I personally work a lot with the Penn State groups. And, you know, when you get into um, the university level and it's a freshman and they're trying to decide what to do with their, their lives and, you know, how education is going to play a part, it's great to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, well, I can tell you what I do and, and how it works for me. And, you know, uh, living close to home is, is a great thing. You know, it's it's nice to have family and work in, in the same uh, same town. Absolutely. And how has that community engagement benefited your workforce? It's it's truly, um, you see a lot of uh, people who uh, make recommendations, you know, I know a guy who has these skills and mm-hmm. um, a lot of that is, is very beneficial for us. You know, we see that uh, uh, providing good quality employees. Um, you know, uh, an uncle who works at a facility um, who recommends his nephew uh, th- there's a uh, a camaraderie that comes with it, yeah. and you know there's um, you know my background is in the military, and and uh, you know we had a lot of morale days where guys uh, worked together, got to play together, and and we see that here as well. That the the guys that uh, finish up on, on a work day, you know they go out together afterwards, and and uh, you know go hunting or fishing or um, you know ride four wheelers or whatever, and, and that camaraderie that you get there makes for a better workplace environment as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And first of all, we thank you so much for your service as well. But it takes a lot of talent in different roles to do what you do here. Um, It's just a fantastic shop. So tell our listeners about your products and the production here at Brookville. Sure. So, um, you know, a lot of our equipment is uh, very um, intensive in the engineering department. You know, we have a lot of uh, specialty applications 
from our mining equipment being very heavy and robust and having um, like MSHA certifications or maybe it's a permissible unit so it can go into a gassy environment and and so forth. So we'll, we'll put a lot of time and effort into that, uh, putting those uh, certifications together to our modern streetcars, which have a lot of electrical items on it. Uh, you know, we've got Wi-Fi, trained to wayside equipment, um, all of those different applications um, require specialties. You know, so you've got, uh, you know, uh, industrial engineers, mechanical engineers, electrical engineers. You've got uh, staff from the workplace uh, groups, like you, you talked about, the guys that are out there on the production floor that have backgrounds from, you know, trade schools or years of working in, in the applications that we're talking about where they can uh, bring to the table um, assistance to make sure that our product is better. You know, um, you know what looks good on paper sometimes doesn't work when it comes mm-hmm. <laughs> to turning the wrench. And, <laughs> and our, guys, uh, our guys give a lot of good feedback that way. And, and we get a lot of um, engineering change requests that come through um, based on our qualified workforce that understands um, hey, this might not be as maintenance friendly as we had hoped. Let's make some changes and, and make it better. And so our, our customers actually win at the end. Absolutely. And your streetcars are so beautiful. You know, just they are true works of art and craftsmanship. Where would our listeners ride in one of your streetcars or see them on the streets? Well, uh, currently, um, just as of May 12th, uh, we opened the Detroit streetcar line. So the um, Q line in Detroit just opened. Um, uh, specifically, that car runs 60% of its time off wire. So wow. uh, there's no overhead cantonary wire for 60% of the alignment. So uh, that's very impressive. They're able to um, uh, sneak by on the city streets without uh, having the overhead wire. So that's good. Uh, also in Dallas, we have uh, streetcars in Dallas. The modern streetcar is there as well. Uh, upcoming cities are uh, Milwaukee, Oklahoma City. Uh, a number of different locations uh, also run our refurbished PCC cars. Um, that's the Presidential Conference Committee car, and, and so you could find those in San Francisco mm-hmm. and in Philadelphia. So, um, you know, they have a lot of today's amenities on those cars that weren't uh, built into them in 1940, and that came from the expertise of Brookville uh, bringing it to the table and being able to update those cars. So cool, so cool. I've never ridden a street car. Now I can't wait to because I just want to see you. Is this made in Brookville? But um, you, where, where do you see Brookville moving, that's a pun intended, in the next 10 years? So we, we, we typically have uh, found that, you know, every market is cyclic. You know, you're going to find that, uh, you know, the mining market is going to have growth and it's going to have, uh, you know, some slowdowns. And so uh, like that, we're, we see that with just about any uh, thing. So uh, Brookville is focused on powered transportation solutions. Most of them will be on rail. And so, you know, we're looking at areas, um, you know, in the tourism industry, Obviously, we're looking at uh, powered uh, equipment in uh, industrial steel mills and uh, other areas like that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, market for us yet that's uh, um, untapped in, in international locations. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we uh, have a very good product. Uh, the U.S. is known for making very good uh, equipment, and Brookville has a great reputation as well. So, uh, you know, we're definitely looking at uh, other markets as well, expanding outside of uh, just North America. Wow, that's awesome. Incredible. Now, I'm going to get a little bit personal here. You, Michael White, are also the president of the Brookville Chamber. So why is it important for a business to be a member of both their local and their state chamber? What do you see as why that is so imperative? 
Well, the chamber is um, just like any organization that someone may join that uh, connects them with other like-minded individuals. And so um, businesses helping other businesses, I think, is key. And so uh, like the Brookville Chamber, you know, we're very involved here as, as Brookville Equipment goes. We're one of the larger employers here in this area. And, uh, you know, we touch a lot of different areas. And so the Chamber uh, promotes the local businesses. Uh, you know, when we have a picnic, you know, we're calling upon a local uh, caterer to do that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, we definitely utilize that resource and um, you know we're very excited to, to be a part of the chamber um, where we can maybe promote other businesses coming to our area that I mean you're talking about Brookville and it's uh, 3900 some uh, residents here and we want to see this area grow and so the chamber helps to promote those businesses to give them um, areas to to work you know hey we've got uh, retail space that's uh, available we know a connection here or we might have the opportunity to um, put you in touch with someone who could provide uh, uh, networking services so you can get your computers up and running whatever it might be that the chamber is a great resource uh, whether you're the big business or you're the new business in town absolutely well thank you so much and again congratulations on your upcoming milestone 100 years in business is no small feat so is there going to be a party oh absolutely. absolutely all right i hope i get an invite but uh that is truly an accomplishment and we thank you also for your membership with the pennsylvania chamber for more information on Brookville Equipment, visit them at brookvillecorp.com. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the All Business Podcast from the Pennsylvania Chamber. Thanks for joining us and be sure to check out more about us and our members on our website at pachamber.org. We'll see you next time. This program is produced by the Pennsylvania Chamber in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, USA. Copyright 2017.